I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my lovely, beloved, um, more jungleish, better half. <laughs> v. Lynn. Good evening, Patriots. So uh, tonight we had uh, another special guest on, uh, of course, because why would we do anything different? Seriously, I think we've done like 10 shows in 10 days. This, The Clay Clark thing in Tulsa was phenomenal. It really was. It's uh, boosted our output quite a bit. Uh, but we did have uh, Timothy Shea today, tonight. Um, from, the on, from the Mag Institute. From the Mag Institute. Great show, uh, especially if you're into politics like I am. Um, if you're a nerd into politics, I... Uh, because basically what it comes down to is politics is a dirty, nasty business. It's it's a game, and if you don't know how it's played, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to get the wool pulled over your eyes, and you're not really going to know who to vote for. So how do you know... If a candidate is really an America first candidate, if it's someone that you really agree with, that you really think is going to represent you, that's where the Megan Institute comes in. We are uh, definitely a, a podcast that screams vote from your heart. Uh, we're definitely ones that say, hey, look, if something, if there's a message that resonates with you, use that to vote. Um, something me and Timothy agreed on wholeheartedly is vote. Vote, 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 vote in everything. Vote in your primary, vote in your election, vote in all of the things that matter. Vote for dog catcher. Seriously, vote for everything. Whenever there's an election day, go to your polling place and vote. Vote, and not only that, but uh, if you're looking to make a change and you're one of those people that want to be a candidate, this is an institute that you get certified from. Uh, this is, these are the type of people, if you consider yourself an America first candidate, these are the type of people, this is w- the endorsement you're seeking. Well, and, the certification, they don't endorse. Yeah, correct. They correct. certify. They certify. They don't endorse. But that is something you want on your background because that's going to help you out loads down the road. Uh, because you've been vetted. That means that people went out, listened to you. They believe in what you're saying and your certification can be revoked. All at the same time, that's something I really, I when I learned that tonight, I didn't know that beforehand, but when I learned that tonight that your certification can be revoked, that is huge by me because uh, there's a lot of America First candidates that start out going America First, America First, and then become part of the swamp. At that point, I, I if I'm a part of this organization, I do not want you certified by us. Yeah, it's uh, a matter of integrity and accountability, and the MAG Institute makes sure that their candidates have both. Yeah. And uh, this is another great Patriot-run organization, folks. Uh, we're, I told you, if you're all sick of it by now, uh, I told you long ago that we're only going to support those Patriot companies that we believe add uh, their value added at the end of the day. They are value added to the belief, to the cause, to what we're doing, to what we're trying to do here. Uh, we are Patriots. Uh, there's not really a lot behind me right now that says that I am not a patriot. <laughs> um, I believe in this country. I believe in the Constitution. I believe in the Declaration of Independence. I believe what our forefathers found in this country uh, in the way that this country is going. So you want to do something. Here's another great choice for you to get involved in. You want to get involved. You want to do something. You want something to go forward for you. This is something you do. This is something you get behind. This is, I've already volunteered to be an ambassador for my area. Uh, you'll see me do it tonight. I 
took my hand up, said, yep, I volunteer. I want to be an ambassador because this is something I can get behind. This is something I already do for fun anyway because we do the podcast. And I get it. It's not for fun anymore because we have so many listeners. We actually have to produce a product. and It's still fun though. It is still fun because I enjoy it. I enjoy getting into the politics stuff. I enjoy all of that. I enjoy the news. I think... It's important. It is. And I think that the right side message is not being broadcast as loud as what I can do or what we can do and what we've been doing. And I, I, I do believe that people are getting something out of it because I've heard a lot of people, we've gotten a lot of feedback from a lot of people that are listening like you. If you're out there listening to us, whether you're watching us on Rumble or you're listening to us via one of the, I don't know, 12 different audio podcasts that we put out. Uh, if you're out there and you're listening to us, we're, we're reaching people. And I think this is a big deal. I think this is just another step forward, especially when it comes to stuff like this. Uh, so endorsing candidates, a lot of people have told me how really happy they are that we've listened. And you, you have no idea. And I'm going to I'm pointing at you right now because you said, how are you not going to endorse Dr. Sherwood? You know how it took me the two days to digest all the information that he said and some other research I had still outstanding. Uh, There's a lot of people that heard that and said, hey, wait a minute. This is a guy that's actually thinking with his head instead of his little head. (laughs) And that's unusual for any guy. Exactly. Um, And there's a lot of people that said, wait a minute. If he's willing to do that and not just endorse him right off the bat like that, that's that's a a lot of people understand where I got to go. I got to figure it out. I got to make it resonate myself and you know after thinking about it yeah it it obvious it was obvious after i just did a little research in oklahoma i realized yeah dr sherwood is an america first candidate he is the one and now i just found out tonight too which i didn't know before because apparently i missed that part of the tulsa conference where he was given his pin but he was given a pin he is certified mega and i uh hey I, I compl- now I'm and I even made that decision that I was going to endorse him before the MAGA, uh, before I even knew that the MAGA Institute had certified him. So that just goes to show you, folks. It's 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 a thought process. It's got to have something to do with you, and you've got to be able to produce it for yourself. And without that, you've got to do your own research, and that's the big part. You have to do your own research, and that's part of what the MAGA Institute needs your help with is that research because. They depend on people at the local level to tell them anecdotal stories about what candidates are doing, what they've said, where they've been. Um, If you know someone personally who's running or you've met someone who's running on, on a number of occasions and they, you know, something they said really resonated with you or something they said really didn't resonate with you, the MAG Institute wants to know about it because that is a big part of their vetting process as he called it that's their secret sauce they find out about candidates from real people on the ground and that's that's the important thing because it's what people do when the cameras aren't on that's really important and i uh that is something that even in my military career i I experienced and uh i'm more than one level and our my biggest level was when i went to do a certain course in a certain place and i had to walk through three states part of that was uh you did it by yourself and nobody was watching or you thought nobody was watching someone's always watching in the government somebody's always watching
huge part of what just came out tonight is um, I have now vetted information that I've received through another person who I didn't even discuss this with him pre-show, nothing. I discussed nothing about it with him pre-show. I had just brought up the fact that we had released some information about Vernon Jones last night, uh, some information about Stacey Abrams and Vernon Jones hooking up and uh, making this whole thing in Georgia. And he said, yeah, we've heard the same thing. And I sat there and went, whoa. Yeah. Uh, I have just vetted through another source without even... Trying. Trying. I, I, I'm now vetted. I, I now have... I. Uh, the more this moves forward, folks, the more I'm afraid that this is all very, very true. Unless we're all getting single-source reporting, in which case then you've got to question it automatically because it's just one person telling you the story. It's just like anything else. Okay, if, but hold, hold on a second because you just said something there that really... Now there's an image in my head and I can't get it out. Vernon Jones and Stacey Abrams hooking up. I hope you didn't mean that actually, because that's really disgusting. I can't, I can't, I can't even, I'm sorry. Now I put that all in y'all's head. I'm so sorry. Wow. You are, you are a freaking, <laughs> she truly is an ass clown, folks. Anyway, uh, like, like we were saying before we headed down the toilet bowl of, uh, V Lynn's head real quick. This is just another, this is another great Patriot organization. Um, if you can get involved, get involved. If you can't, if you can get maybe monetarily, they are looking for monetary donations. This is uh, completely, you know, all their people are volunteers. None of us are in this for the money. Nobody's looking to make money, folks. If you want to volunteer, add, add some cash, do that. If you can't actually physically get involved, if you physically want to get involved, there's a way there to do that as well. Uh, I, for one, am going to get physically involved because I Personally, I, I don't know who's vetting candidates here in Georgia. I would love to get behind that because I there's some candidates I got dirt on. And I, I'd like that dirt to be well-known to all of Georgia. I'd like Georgians to know. If you're in a state and you do a podcast, maybe you're a, another podcaster and you're listening to us for whatever reason. I have no idea why. We listen to other podcasts all day long. Oh, this is true. But if you are, this might be something you might be interested in doing yourself. Um do do what you got to do. I do what you can do. Don't do what you got to do. Do what you can do. Um, I, I always say that. Do what you can do. Because if I say do what you got to do, then I make it sound like it's almost a religious belief. It's not. Do what you can do. And yet, I was just thinking, do what God leads you to do. Uh, when it comes to politics, though, I mean, really, there's... Really? I don't know. It, abortion's a huge thing in politics. Isn't it is. Isn't directly no. related with God? It is. It is. I'm yeah. not, not arguing. So is school choice, prayer in schools, um, the, the separation of church and church state, and state has yeah. honestly kind of led to the detriment of our society. It really so, has. Um, religion, I think, should be more involved in politics. Well, either way, folks, listen, uh, tell us what you think. Also, don't forget... V Lynn is wearing her my my slippers again. My my pillow slippers. I really never take them off. Uh, again, uh, we can't say it enough. But go to mypillow.com and the promo code when you're at checkout. Use type the promo in code defiant, defiant to save up to sixty six. That'll save save you up to up to sixty six percent. As I was just rudely interrupted. <laughs> uh, also go to Cultural Life nineteen seventy two. Another great organization. Another another great patriot organization. Uh, 
and go in there, type in promo code Patriot Party. They were our first sponsor. I uh, will always scream their names from the rooftops because they are our first sponsor and they're still holding strong. They believe in what we're doing. We believe in what they're doing. Uh, if you want to feel good about the clothes you're wearing, you want to you want your girlfriend, your wife, your daughters, your kids to feel good about the clothes that they're wearing, please have them go to uh, COL1972. You can get some clothes. You can feel good about the purchase you're making because you're helping two great organizations and you're donating to a third. It's just, it's a win-win-win all the way around. And it'll get here in time for Christmas because it won't be stuck on a ship off the coast of California. And of course, don't forget Dr. Estella Manuel. Uh, you can go in, order your ivermectin, order your hydroxychloroquine now before you get sick. So you have an on, on hand. I said something yesterday and I didn't even realize or. Yeah, it was yesterday. I said something yesterday that I didn't even realize I said, so I'm going to say it now. It's better to have and not need than need and not have. So just have it just in case. Have and not need, need and not have. It's Those are two big differences. So it's better to have a, a, stack, a stash of ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine on hand just in case. You never know what you could use that for. There's tons of different uses for it. Uh, and get her vitamin. That vitamin, from everything I've heard, is outstanding. I talked to Josh, and Josh told me, he's like, yeah, dude, that vitamin's like sick. I was like, that's outstanding. So get the vitamin, too. Uh, also, Dr. Mark Sherwood, uh, another great patriot, running for governor of Oklahoma. If you can get out there, support him. He has been certified, MAGA certified. He is MAGA certified. Uh, you know what I forgot to ask him? I want to get one of their MAGA certified posters to hang up back here. Okay. Well, just I'll, on our wall. I'll, I'll ask. I, I would love to get one just so we can have one to say we, I would like to get one that says MAGA certifying. That would be <laughs> the bomb because when we bring people on here, I want people to realize who they're talking to. They're not just talking to you and me. They're talking to everybody that says, yeah, you're an American first candidate. Um, that would be awesome to have. That really, that would be. Um, uh, so if you want it, but if you want Dr. Sherwood's free ebook, you can go to Sherwood.tv backslash Patriot Party and download his free ebook. Um, and, and you can save some money on your purchase. Yep. Uh, he also has a, a series of vitamins up for all kinds of different health needs and you can save on your purchase with him as well um, using the promo code Patriot Party. Correct. So get out there, folks. Support our organizations. We're going to support you. Uh, they keep They keep the show free. And they keep everything else that we're doing. Uh, we, we try to help them out as much as possible because they give us the airtime. They give us, I, they want to talk to you more than they want to talk to us. So I try to bring them out here so you guys can learn about them. So you guys can understand what's, what I think is amazing about them. And then you make your decision whether you're going to help or not. Uh, maybe you're not going to help with every single one. Maybe you're going to help with one or two, whatever. You do what you can do. Uh, we're going to do what we can do. Uh, we're still trying to keep this thing moving. America first is important, and that's why we thought these folks were very important because to understand that there's actually a group like that out there doing this. you got to remember when Republicans do it, there's very little vetting done to a candidate. They just say, oh, well, you paid your dues. You paid us money to show up here and talk. You did this. You did that. You jumped through this hoop. You jumped over that one. You can fundraise. And you can make money. So, uh, yeah. You're you can endorsed. run as a Republican. You're yep. endorsed by the Republican Party. Uh, well, that means absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, where do you stand on all these issues? What does it matter? I was endorsed. This group 
actually goes through where do you stand on these issues and they send out a questionnaire and they actually ask local people to listen to what is said at rallies what's said at different places so that way they can say yes that is an american first candidate uh they can bring them on podcasts like this and we can grill them they can give us a list of questions to say hey we want to know where they stand here here and here I can bring them on this podcast and say, okay, you're sitting down with us. You're now in the hot seat. Now I'm going to ask you a question without 90 other people asking you the same question. And you can actually understand it. And I'm going to give you a chance to respond. And what your response is, you're, we're, we're judging you on your response. We're not just saying right off the bat, oh, well, I endorse you. No, you're going to be judged on your response and whether or not your response meets what we America consider- First is then you may or may not be certified. It, it's a it's a rough road. I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. And I am horrible to be an ambassador for them, but I'll be the hardest, most strictest son of a gun out there when it comes to being an ambassador for them because I don't think there's anything more important in our country right now. So get out there. Vote, folks. Do not Listen to this crap that's going on in Virginia right now. Don't go vote. That is all crap. Vote, 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 vote. I cannot say it enough. Go vote. It is a requirement. It is our duty as citizens of this country to go vote. If you are above the age of 18, you have filled out all your voter information stuff, go vote. If you're listening to us and you're not going out there to vote, I'm going to be really upset with people. Don't give me this crap. Oh, well, our vote doesn't count. We still have a chance here to, it's it's getting exposed, folks. It's happening. There's stuff that just happened today that I, I can't wait now for our next news podcast because there's a lot of crap that came out today. There was a huge arrest, and I, I'm sure everybody's heard about it. There was a Russian that was arrested in New Jersey, all connected with Durham. This is getting really ugly for Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's looking at a bad bunch of days well we'll be back with our news podcast on friday correct and i can't wait for that one because i can't wait to expose this one this all fits within that realm so folks go vote go do your due diligence do your own research trust but verify that's i live by those words i love by those words trust but verify trust but verify so uh again Thanks to Tim for or Timothy for coming on tonight. Uh, he did not have his partner in crime with him, but we are bringing them back, so they will be back for another show. So please, folks, pay attention, listen to what, what he's got to say. It is, uh, I, I it was, a, it was very fantastic. And I it, was, it flew by. And go to maginstitute.com and uh, sign up to be an ambassador, or donate, or, or donate. do whatever you can. Do what you can do. Just go check it out. Just go check it out. All right. Yeah. Oh, sign up for their newsletter too. That's a big one. The newsletter, they send out a newsletter every Saturday. It has all their stories from all their, they have podcasts too. They do a podcast and uh, go on their podcast. Listen to what they got to say. I I can't help but not agree with this guy. Uh, There's a lot of good things he talked about. Um, A lot of the names he was pushing out, I was kind of like, well, I know some of those names. That's kind of crazy. But it's been (laughs) a hot minute. I've been up in upstate New York. Either way. Enjoy, uh, like, share, subscribe, of course. Yes, and uh, any questions, please forward them on to us. Uh, one of the big ones, which I hope we're still pushing right now, is whether we do a live stream or not. Still trying to figure that one out. Um, Maybe we'll start it when we're out of town. We might. We might have to figure that one out. Either way, fun. folks, enjoy tonight, and uh, we will talk to you later. Thanks for watching.
And welcome back, Patriots, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my better beloved and more educated better half. Feelin. Good evening, Patriots. Tonight, we come to you. We got a special guest with us from the MAGA Institute, uh, Tim Shea. Uh, we met in Tulsa, Oklahoma as part of another, another one of our Clay Clark guests that are, have been coming on, as we've been telling you that we we're going to bring on. And uh, tonight, he's here to tell you about what the MAGA Institute does. So, Tim, do me a favor, just introduce yourself. Uh, first of all, thank you for being here. And introduce yourself and let all of our listeners know exactly what goes on at the MAGA Institute. Well, V. Lynn, Mick, thank you so much. And regrets for my partner, Brooke McGowan, who is unable to join us tonight. I heard Steve Bannon about two and a half years ago now, almost three years ago, on a podcast saying, listen, I'm a Navy guy and I use ship analogies. And if you know how an icebreaker works, it's a big, heavy ship with a huge prow in the bow and it's got a big propeller in the back and huge diesel engines and it rams through the ice. And if it can't ram through the ice, those engines push it up onto the ice shelf and it breaks it, carves a path through the ice. But if you don't follow an icebreaker, with a flotilla of ships, all those chunks will re-knit at the stern, and it's like the icebreaker never went through. Well, Donald Trump is our icebreaker, and we need to follow him with a flotilla of candidates that will adhere to the America First agenda and not make it like President Trump was never president. And I instantly got the idea of combining what Grover Norquist did with the taxation issue and Newt Gingrich did with the contract with America and said, okay, what we need to do is vet candidates, give them a questionnaire, vet them, get them to agree to legislate or govern according to America first principles. And then we will follow what they do and hold their feet to the fire. Okay, so what MAGA Institute does is we certify candidates. We don't endorse them. We certify them, which means that you might get more than one MAGA certified candidate in any given election. But our focus is on the primaries. Primary day is your most important election day. November should be a foregone conclusion. And this is why we need to A, lock down our elections with election security, and B, get people to realize the primaries are the most important. A lot of people blow off the primaries. They say they'll vote in November. A lot of people aren't even party registered and aren't eligible to vote in the Republican primary. And so they don't have a say over who the Republican candidate is in November. By then it's too late because a GOPE rhino is already gonna be in place. So what we need to do is to get our base activated to vote in the primary and give them a slate of candidates in their district that are America first. So with that, I, I, uh, old school, I, I completely understand exactly everything you said. And I'm fairly certain maybe 25% of our audience actually picked up what you were laying down. Um, however, and I'm not speaking to their intelligence. I'm they're actually, we have very intelligent listeners, but one of the things that I it always drives me crazy, especially when I talk to political based people is they bring up the terms, i.e. the GOP, the primary. Um, and I've always explained the difference between primary and a, uh, actual runoff and everything else. One of the things I've always wondered, especially when it comes to groups such as yourself, because there's a number of them. You're not, you're not new. You're one of many. The, the, yeah, we were the first though. 
you we the, were the first to be doing fo- this. Yeah, but you're the your difference is the focus of what you're focusing on. You're the first for the America first candidates. Um, what I'm talking about, there's GOP, there's there's GOP ones out there, there's Democrat ones out there that do almost exactly the same thing. However, maybe not vet as heavily, probably as I'm gonna guess you all do. Um but one of the things I always wondered about when it comes to this type of thing, how does that affect or what have you found that it affects races that have been going on, like since you started the MAGA Institute? Like what is your vetting due to other candidates? For instance, um, we're in Georgia. Uh, I got a really bad piece of information the other night, just last night. We dropped it just last night in a podcast about Vernon Jones. Uh, for instance, uh, we may be airing a whistleblower here in the future uh, within the next, uh, um, we're still working with dates and times, but 72, maybe pushing it out four days. Um, but we might get this whistleblower to come on our show. And one of the things she's got to say is that uh, Vernon Jones and Stacey Abrams cooked up a scheme to which um, to defraud basically Georgia, keep Georgia purple. And uh, she also has made a claim. And again, none of this is verified. This is all supposition. Right. Yeah, because we heard the same bit of information. We're trying to verify it ourselves. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So we have two different sources that are producing two different bits of information. And this one actually is within the Vernon Jones camp, which is really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Really just piqued my interest because... This person, from what I understand, hasn't gone anywhere else and went to a friend of mine who happened to relay them to me. And I have been trying to vet her position within Vernon Jones camp. But um, such things like that, that's what I'm talking about. Like the, we have a guy here in Georgia who claimed nine months ago, or well, if you go 10 months ago, he was a liberal. And as of a month after that, 10 month mark at the nine month mark, he all of a sudden decided, well, I'm a Republican. Not only am I a Republican, but also raised his hand and said, well, I'm an American first candidate. And I was like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. So you're basically doing my job for me, which I really like. <laughs> well, and that's our job, really. Okay. Our secret sauce is our nationwide network of volunteers because no one knows candidates better than the people that live in the district. And assuming you're not dealing with a carpetbagger running for office, I mean, I went to grammar school and high school with John Katko, who represents New York 24. I was five years behind Terry McAuliffe in uh, grammar school. And I can tell you, Terry's been a scumbag since he was a kid. And John's a really good guy. And unfortunately, the GOP in upstate New York pushes you to the middle, pushes you to be Democrat light, because politics here, although it's contentious, it isn't nasty. And people don't like politicians that are nasty. And what you end up with is Elise Stefanik on one side of me with John Kako on the other side. And I'm here in the middle with Claudia Tenney. Okay? And we love Claudia. Claudia won in 16 with President Trump, went in. She was signing letters as a freshman, signing Freedom Caucus letters, getting her reputation on the line, and they stole the election from her in 18. They tried to steal it last year, 
went to sleep on election night and she was up by 800 and some votes. They whittled it down over the next few days to 12. And then the Brindisi campaign, the Democrats campaign came in and said, oh, wait, 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 we found 12 ballots in the back of a drawer. Well, what are any ballots doing in the back of any drawer, right? So the whole thing went to court and Claudia ended up winning and we've got her back as our representative. And she is definitely America first. John and Elise both co-chaired the Tuesday group, which is the Rockefeller Republican wing. If people don't know, Nelson Rockefeller was the liberal wing and Barry Goldwater was the conservative wing of the GOP back in the 60s and 70s. So we still have that legacy of Rockefeller Republicans. No one calls them Rockefeller Republicans anymore. We call them GOP, small e, or the GOP establishment. Or some people call them rhinos, Republicans in names only. I don't actually like the term rhino because they're not Republicans in name only. They're actual Republicans. The Republican Party has never been a conservative party. It's just the only party that will tolerate the conservative wing. And, and that's a that's you brought up another great point because that's another thing I have an issue with. That's that uh, I we say all the time that there's there's I'm, really a uniparty in DC. It's you know it Republicans and Democrats. Those are just labels that they use to get us to fight each other over politics. It's the same thing they do with religion and gender identity and um, pretty much anything, you know, anything they can use to get us to fight each other so that we don't pay attention to what they're doing, they're going to use it. And politics is, is just another one of those things. So there's a big difference between being a Republican and being a conservative or being America first. Um, just like there's a difference between being a Democrat and being a, you know, full-blown socialist, communist, leftist, libtard as we call it. Absolutely. Them. And I don't hate Democrats. Okay. My cousins, the Youngs ran the Democrat party in Syracuse when I was growing up and our neighbors out to the lake, the Walsh's ran the Republican party. Bill Walsh had been mayor of Syracuse right. and he was our congressman. It, then it, his I, son, Jimmy went to work for my dad and then he ran and he was our rep. And now John Kako's in that seat. And my cousin, Tommy ran against a guy who flipped parties literally like weeks before the signature date. He went from Democrat to Republican solely to run against my cousin. And I'm over here thinking, well, if we're going to have a Democrat mayor, I'd rather it be my cousin than this Bernardi jerk. So I went to work for my cousin. And so from a very early age, because I was a little Alex P. Keaton, okay? I was politically active. My first campaign leafleting with my dad was 68 when I was six years old. Yeah. And in 72, I was really involved at the age of 10. Okay, so I've been doing this a long time, almost 40 years almost 50 years, gosh. And I've seen behind the curtain of both parties. I don't hate Democrats. I just hate their approach to politics. But the Democrat Party has changed. John F. Kennedy would be a Republican today. We've all heard that. It's not because Kennedy's politics have changed. It's because the GOP's politics have moved to the left, not that Kennedy has moved to the right. And the GOP has moved to the left to fill a vacuum created by the Democrats who have gone so far left that they are actually the American Communist Party now. Okay, so the used to be politics stopped at water's edge. We fought internally and on foreign policy issues, we stood united. It used to be, I will disagree with what you say, but I'll defend with my life your right to say it. That's gone out the window with censorship as we've all seen. You know, Facebook is going to be changing its name next week. I'm wondering if they're going to go back to LifeLog, the CIA program that Facebook actually is. 
you're all you're doing is that okay so we've been calling out in a praise we, we have been praising liberals because i've got no problem with liberals they believe in big government i happen to believe in limited government that's a policy preference over which we can argue they're american patriots though they love this country and they hate seeing what's been done to their party people like bill maher who i disagree with probably about 80 85 percent of the time but 15 to 20 percent bill is right on the money bill's become more of a republican than i've ever seen i never thought i'd ever say that i never thought i'd ever say bill maher republican in the same sentence never and he would wholly reject that because yes, he'd say, yes, no he i'm not a republican i'm an american and I would say, absolutely correct, Bill. That is a Republican right. statement, what you just said. And you and I can have a beer, we can have dinner, we can fight tooth and nail, and we can still be friends. Yeah. That's politics. We are beyond politics. But that's why we've been calling out people like Bill Maher, people like comedian Russell Brand, yep. people like uh, the winner of America's Next Top Model, Adrian Curry, who if you don't know her, find her on Facebook. She has been savage. And people even called her out and say, well, but, but, but the Republicans, the Republicans. And she said, the Republicans haven't lied to me my entire life. Well, when, unfortunately, we've been yeah, kicked off of Facebook. Say, so <laughs> Our Facebook days are over. Yeah, we've been we've been permanently banned from Facebook. Well, no, that's a rough one. I, 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 got brag, the, I just I got, got the 24, 30 day ban. So I spent two years in the gulag. I, and I, I may or may not have different identities on there. I haven't been on, I've tried and they've got my IP address. I, uh, oh, that's why you use a VPN. Correct. I've been banned <laughs> since the 6th of January and, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not coming back, but with that, yeah, again, <clears throat> uh, like I said, I believe in conserving something. Uh, therefore I am a conservative. I am not a Republican. I am not a liberal. I'm not a Democrat. I am a conservative. I've always been a conservative. I don't think I've ever been a Republican, to be honest. Uh, it's just the way I was raised. My father, that's the way he raised me. But there's a lot of people that don't understand that part of this movement. A lot of people, when you say America first, right? Uh, if I were to walk out tomorrow and tell some guy, well, I'm an American first candidate, they would look at me, well, well you're the guys that stormed the Capitol. Because mm -hmm. America first is 100% associated with Trump, with MAGA, and with January 6th. Those are three blips <clears throat> that <clears throat> no matter what happens to an America first candidate, they cannot get away from. The great we part about all of the American first candidates that I've met, for instance, Taylor, uh, uh, Candace Taylor, she is 100% a Trump supporter. God bless her. She's 100% a Second Amendment supporter. God bless her. And she uh, is 100% about this country. And she, her movement, I, I'm sure you've been paying attention because I, I notice you pay attention to politics as much as I do, which is we spend most of our life in politics. And I have watched her it, ever since we endorsed her. It's been like our endorsement was the turning point almost. It was really weird because like next thing you know, Vernon Jones went on Stu Peters and got Petered as we mm -hmm. have come to call it now, um, which was outstanding. Stu Peters now endorsed um, Candace Taylor. Uh, obviously she went on Frank's speech with uh, Mike Lindell. He supported, uh, he now endorsed uh, Candace Taylor. Uh, she's gained a lot of traction. Uh, she was on with um, uh, Ann Vandersteel. She's also come back and supported the Red Pill Project. They've come back and endorsed her. There's been a lot of endorsements. She's gotten a lot of endorsements in the last like two weeks. Her name has picked up a lot of steam here in Georgia. I've heard mm -hmm. tons 
around Georgia about it. Um, are you going to, are you all going to produce a product to which, or can we go to your website and look at the product that says, Hey, all these people are America first candidates. This is who you, if you're looking for an America first candidate, this is who you need to look at in your state. That will be coming. In fact, the only thing holding it up is funding. And that's why if anyone would like to help us with our mission, we would really appreciate it because not only do we want it on our website, Mick, we want to have an app on our phone. And I've already got the app company lined up. It's an app company that will make apps for conservatives. And we want people to be able to take their phone into the polling place and punch in their congressional district and boom, get all our certified candidates and all the information. Okay. We have a nationwide network. And like I said, we go local, the information that isn't available to people on the internet. I attended this meeting and the candidate said this, I attended that breakfast or he came to the door and said that. That's the kind of information we get. Now, as to whether we can impact elections, one of our people down in Western Florida flipped with you know strategy that we helped push out there flipped three of the, of the city council seats and the mayor's seat. And Weston, Florida is in Broward County, deep in Debbie Wasserman Schultz's district. Oh, yeah. We certified Madison Cawthorn, which was very controversial because the president certified Madison's opponent in North Carolina 11, which is the far western district in North Carolina on the Tennessee border. But we looked at the two candidates, we got the information from our people in the district, and we thought that Madison was gonna be more of a fighter and he's turned out to be great. Marjorie Taylor Greene was another candidate that we certified as was Lauren Boebert, as was Troy Nels in Texas 22. We don't want candidates that are going to run from the America first of the MAGA label, okay? That's, they were so scared of it. The left is so scared of what we're doing and what President Trump was doing that they had to demonize the term America first and try to make it nativist, try to make it xenophobic, try to say we're racist. No. And as the president said, I'm America first. We want the French president to be France first. We want the UK prime minister to be Great Britain first. Okay. Either the Westphalian nation state means something, which the globalists don't want. No, it doesn't, means which is what they do want. Correct. They want, they literally want four economic zones. Correct. They want Asia, Europe. They want Africa. They want South America and they want North America. That's what they want is four economic zones in the world. And that's not what we want. Culture matters. Language matters. Self-determination matters and individual rights matter. And if you want to see the genius of our founders, Okay, these guys 250 years ago almost separated from Britain. And in 1789, they gave us a form of government where the government can't infringe our God-given rights. And they've spent the intervening 230 years trying to twist the meaning of the constitution into the government grants you these rights through the Bill of Rights and say, no, 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 Those, it says Congress shall make no law. It doesn't say the people may, it says Congress may not. Okay, actually it says Congress shall not. 
So why does that matter? Just look what's going on up in Canada. Canadian government employees, if they say, let's go, Brandon, on social media or any public forum, they lose their job. They have no free speech rights up in Canada. So that's why, you know, as President Reagan said, we are the last light of liberty in the world. There's a reason why these millions of people are sneaking in, and it's not just to give the Democrats illegal votes they need to keep cheating and winning elections artificially. It's because they want to tear down, and they've done this very well. They started with the Catholic Church, then they went to the other churches, then they went to the schools. You know, it was 1964 when we took prayer out of the public schools. This has been a long-term, generations-long, century-long fight by the communist globalists who want to undermine all of our institutions. And the last is our elections. If they can get people to not trust the security of the elections and to get them to throw up their hands and say, what does voting even matter? Then they win. So we don't want candidates that are going to run from the America First label. We want candidates that will embrace that label and will stand up for those principles and will teach people what they really mean, not racism, opportunity, not xenophobia, but you got to play by the rules to get here. And, you know, I, I hope people just listen to that because that's not the first time that's been said on the show, uh, especially with your whole bit about you're really a constitutional conservative and God bless you, sir, because Thank you. that is, that means you have no idea what that means. To, I am huge. That is my, so for, as V Lynn would say, that's my wheelhouse. That is. So for our listeners though, who, who don't necessarily understand what that means, what, what are some of the questions that you ask candidates? Um, what are some of the, the policies and uh, just what do you expect of them? in order for them to become MAGA certified? Well, we're recently undergoing an overhaul of the questionnaire because we don't want it to be too long, but we have to include school choice and CRT and all of the issues with the government indoctrination centers now. And we're also including a section on election security. We need to stop calling it election integrity because that's too squishy a word. It's really about election security. It's does your vote matter? If you vote for somebody, can you be guaranteed that somebody is not going to dilute that vote or offset it with an illegal vote, number one? Number two, will it not be counted properly? So we need to make sure that nobody is voting who shouldn't be voting and that everybody who should be voting gets their vote counted. So that's going to be a big part of it. And the others are the usual economic issues, two-way issues, freedom of religion issues. Basically, are you going to adhere to the Constitution? Are you going to abide by a limited form of government? Or are you going to be one of these people that thinks that a virus can suspend all of our rights? Are you also going to include in that uh, mandates, vaccine mandates? All uh, of it. Yeah, the whole okay. Any, any government overreach, okay? We want to get at the fact that they are they believe in limited government. They're not going to get into government overreach based on a, a ridiculous premise, which is a virus that, that doesn't kill 99.998% of the people that get it. Correct. I'm also a biologist, by the way, so if, you, know, you don't know this, but I've been speaking out against this 
uh, my the first I was on a podcast right after Bobby Kennedy Jr. talking about mRNA technology, why it's so bad in April of 2020 before any of these injections were even out. I was sounding the alarms and every single thing I warned about is what we're seeing. You know, these people lately aren't dying of Delta variant. They're not dying of breakthrough cases. They're dying of vaccine injuries. And they had to change the definition of unvaxxed to encompass these people that are dying within two weeks. Attorney Thomas Renz, who's a friend of ours, has a whistleblower with data from the CMS Medicare database and from another database showing that over 45,000 people have died within three days. 45,000. Yeah, yeah, that's not the VARS database, just so everybody- No, that's not the VARS. Not VARS they're, they're, no, they're playing, they're playing the hide and seek with this data with because it's not yep. in VARS. And, and then they go out and they say that the CMS Medicare database doesn't even exist. The Washington Post says they fact check <laughs> Tom and they say the database doesn't even exist. And so Tom, you know, drops down a DOD sponsored and disseminated program that relies entirely on CMS Medicare database data. Not only that, but it also has a, he has the DARS program too, which is the defense enrollment yep. uh, database program, which also does, it's the mirror image of what VARS is. VARS is the civilian side. DARS is the Department of the Military. It's all Department of Defense side. And, and all these numbers since the beginning, I mean, in January, late January, early February, 2020, I was out calling BS on the cases number because there's no such thing as cases. A, a case is a hospitalization, okay? A case is not an infection. Never has been in the history of epidemiology has a case been an infection. So they crow about cases. You don't know what the denominator is. How can you get a percentage of cases when you have no idea how many people have been exposed to the virus? And I so love that too. Yes, from the start. I, I love that too, because they brought up the fact about the cases at, they had, at the time that they were talking about cases, they had no idea what the R value was. They had, they right. had no well, absolute R. And again, you can't calculate the R value because you don't know what the denominator of the equation is. Nor do you know what the death rate's going to be because right. you have no idea. You have no timed, you have no time elapsed deaths involved with the virus. And it was like, I was like, look, I am not a virologist nor am I a biologist for that matter, nor am I have anything to do with science, but I even understand that. And if I understand that, what the hell are you all talking about? Because there's nothing over time. And then they said, oh, we, well, don't worry about it. You'll be fine with the, the vaccine. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wait a minute. Are these the same people that told me that like so many people were going to die over this amount of time? And now I'm thinking you, you made that decision based off of, uh, something you didn't know about because you didn't know about the R value. You didn't know about what the death rate was over time. And now you're going to tell me that I should just stick this needle in my arm and just be okay with it and just say, all right, it's not a big deal. Well, look how they're spinning the death of Colin Powell. Oh, Colin oh. Powell was fully vaccinated. Yeah. Which just proves why more people need to be vaccinated. It's like, wait a second. If he's fully vaccinated, you're saying that he died because more people weren't vaccinated. If, they was vaccinated. Why would it matter? Because it's not a vaccine. They were well. Not they, were already not spinning. they were saying that he he got COVID from an unvaccinated person, and that's why he died. But in fact, the the thing I've been rallying out. I'm not a virologist, but I've spent the last year and a half studying this. So at this point, I think I probably know more than a lot of standard well, doctors Fauci. on the ground. So 
Um, and the Delta variant, first off, uh, and you know this as a biologist, but when you challenge a virus, it mutates yeah. to get around whatever's challenging it. So we went a year without any kind of variant, and then we introduced the vaccine, and all of a sudden we have variants. Well, there actually were. I've got a chart that we published on MAGA Institute in one of our articles, and it shows over time there's normal mutation and evolution of the virus, but then introduction of the vaccine which basically takes your immune system and turns it from a four skill player, if you will, for baseball, down to a one skill player, okay? The only thing it can take out is the spike protein. Can't take out the rest of the exterior, that particular coronavirus, and that's the other thing. Here's how you know not to listen to someone when they're talking about this thing. They call it the coronavirus. There's no such thing. That's like saying the Chevrolet. Like, well, are you talking about a Corvette or are you talking about, you know, something else? An the, S10. Uh, yeah. Yeah. An S10 or a Malibu, right? So when you vaccinate during a pandemic, which every single reputable epidemiologist and virologist warned against, what you do is you drive artificial evolutionary pressure for that virus to mutate into new forms and that's what it did. And so there was just an explosion. So this Delta variant is BS. There's literally over a thousand variants now, according to this chart. And they can trace it, you know, they do DNA scan. They can, they can see the, how the DNA has changed. The viral DNA has changed. So this whole thing has just been a pretext, but why were they able to do it? Fewer than 10% of high school graduates, doesn't include all the ones that dropped out, but the people that they actually said were qualified to be graduated from high school in large urban school districts, fewer than 10% are grade level proficient in math. You can lie to number with numbers to people who can't do basic math. So the whole concept of they don't know the denominator these people have no idea what you're talking about. And that right there is the problem. They need a stupid populace so that they can fool most people. You know, I think um, Burger King and McDonald's proved that with the, uh, you know, when Burger King pulled out the third of a pound Whopper and people thought that McDonald's quarter pounder was bigger. And so they didn't go for the third of a pound of meat because... Mm -hmm. They thought the quarter pounder was bigger. Yeah, because three oh. is less than four. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, the, you, you, it, this is the crazier part because it is, you know, what's the funniest, the, some of the funniest crap I've ever seen my whole entire life. So no crap. There I was uh, downrange where in France and uh, the quarter pounder in France is obviously not the quarter pounder. You know, because with cheese. exactly. <laughs> Do you know how many soldiers just like looked at me and were like, Hey, uh, what's the Royale with cheese? And I like looked at him. I was like, dude, it's a quarter pounder. And they were like, huh? It's <laughs> like, dude, haven't you watched Pulp Fiction? <laughs> uh, no, you got to understand these kids haven't. A lot of them That's haven't. What I'm saying. Yeah, they have like... not seen that movie, but even still, I mean, 
uh, Le Royale with cheese is just a royal burger. That's all that means in France. I was, I was like literally sitting there. To, I speak like nine languages, but that's neither here nor there. It was the whole point that I knew that it was not going to be a metric based or a right. uh, U.S. based system. It's going to be the metric based. It was just really hysterical. Which I personally favor. I think one of the main. That's another way that they have kept the people stupid, and they did it through, of all things, the American pastime. They got people to reject the metric system using baseball. Really? How do they do that? They put the metric distances on the field, on the outfield wall, 430 feet, 120.7 meters. People are like, huh, blah, huh, doing the conversion, okay? Forget about that. The way to do it is track and field. Everybody's comfortable with 100 meters, 400 meters, 1600 meters, yeah. right? The problem, and the metric system is actually beautiful. A cubic centimeter is the same thing as a milliliter. Okay, so you can transfer between volumetric measures yep. very easily. And as a scientist, we love the metric system because it's base 10. If you can count to 10, you can do it. All it is is moving the decimal place, right? It's the English system that's hard. That is, yes. Right? 12 inches, why not 15? And then you've got, yeah, so I'm very comfortable in the metric system, but they got people to think, A, that the metric system was some sort of commie plot, which it isn't, and B, that it's too difficult. It's like, wait a second. We already have a metric system. No, we don't. Yeah, it's called our money. Our yeah. money is a metric system, Absolutely. right? A dollar's a, a dollar's a hundred cents. Yep. yep. People are very comfortable making change. So once you're into the metric system, it's easy. It's the converting back and forth that makes it tough. And so they did it with baseball first, and then they do it with weather because people are like it's 57 degrees today or 21. 21 uh, I don't want to be 21. 21 Celsius. Yeah. That's another it's one. Actually, 67. But yeah, but uh, with that, Virginia. Just because we're still within the realm of politics here, Virginia, uh, have you all endorsed Yunkin or who is the candidate in Virginia that is being endorsed? I just because I know I got a lot of listeners in Virginia, and I try to, I try to sway people the way that I I think that I don't live in Virginia, so I have no idea. Uh, I don't no real idea. I've never seen Yunkin speak. I mean, other than on TV, I've done the research online. I've never heard, I mean, I mean, I've heard most of his platform. I don't know any of the backstory, but I always try to endorse, you know, those people that I think would be the American first candidates, but um, Yunkin or. Well, again, we don't endorse, we certify. Or certify. Mm -hmm. And A, I already said, I know enough about Terry McCauley. I'll, I'll support anybody that runs against Terry McAuliffe. And it's not just a personal thing back when we were kids. You know, look at what he did as governor the first time around. Look what he did at the DNC yep. with the Clintons, okay? So anybody that runs is going to get my personal support if they're running against Terry McCall. We, this is a special election. Quite frankly, we've been raising, we've been focusing on our fundraising, trying to get the money to get the map that's going to be the tool that will really help people. And we haven't had... Uh, active network doing vetting in Virginia. So we can't say that we have enough information to certify and we're not going to go out on a limb without a reasonable basis for doing so. However, 
Brooke and I personally both support Glenn. We, we think Youngkin is going to be great for Virginia, and we certainly hope that he wins this election. Well, he is up by what a point and a half as of today. Yeah, which means he's up by like eight to ten points. Absolutely. Yes, and that's and well, that was where I was going with that. That's absolutely right because I've always added, no matter what, when you say a point and a half, it's always eight to ten points because every poll I've seen is nothing but a liberal poll, and well, uh, liberal. And then there was one Republican poll that said he was up a point and a half, and I was like, yeah, it's really eight to ten because that's just really just another uh, right side liberal poll that was right well john zogby who's a democrat pollster he's the one that called bill clinton's 1996 win to the tenth of a percent yep he, he nailed it right to the tenth of a percent john said two things i had him on radio red nation rising show i hosted and he said there's two reasons that polling is no longer valid and the first is the technology has changed. The pollsters have not been able to penetrate the shift from landline to cell phone. Yep. And the email response is very low. Emails, you know, 30 year old technology. I don't know anybody hardly that emails anymore unless you need to send a document that's too big for a text for by text. Yep. So that's the first hurdle. And he said the second hurdle is there's an inherent bias that they use. And, and he's a Democrat. He makes no bones of the fact that he's a Democrat pollster. And he says, too many pollsters have a built-in bias in the audience. They over-represent Democrats, they over-represent independents, and they under-represent Republicans in the polling sample. And he said, you're going to end up with a 6 to 8% plus R on any poll result you see. So when you see a poll, add six to 8% to the Republican, and that's going to get you within the ballpark where the electorate's going to be. Well, one of my, one of my favorite things I've heard in the past was um, the other, there's, the, I, was, I was told almost the same thing, except there were four points. Uh, and it wasn't him. I'm trying to remember who I heard this from. Rasmussen, maybe? Uh, no, it was it was one of Limbaugh's guys because I remember I heard it via one of Limbaugh's uh, extra speaking engagements he did outside the radio. But one of the things they talked about was there was the those three things. Yes, absolutely one spot on. The fourth thing was what they have found out in the last at least, I don't know, 10, 15 years now. <laughs> and <laughs> how do I know this? I'm one of those guys that did it. Uh, for instance, I had never been pulled my whole entire life, 44 years on this earth, never been pulled once, uh, this last election, I was pulled first time my whole entire life. And, um, the response that I gave to the pollster who called me, which I was absolutely amazed that I got pulled. I, I could not believe it. I was like, Holy crap, I'm actually getting pulled. This is amazing. Anyway, my response was, um, riding with Biden. Obviously, I am not somebody who is riding with Biden. And the fake pollsters is the other one uh, that uh, Russia's guy said, that's the fourth one that pollsters have not been able to conquer that hurdle because they can't tell if you're joking with them. Because people lie. And yeah, well, I, 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 used to, I was dead serious with the guy. I was like, no, I'm riding with Biden. He's like, but you're a registered Republican. I said, no, I'm not. And I said, I'm a registered independent, A. But I said, B, I'm riding with Biden until the end. I don't care. I mean, we could go right off the bridge. 
Little did I we know have. this is how far <laughs> off the bridge we've gone, but. <clears throat> well, I did the same thing in 14 or when I was or in 12, actually, I was taking care of my uncle and he had a landline because I haven't had a landline in 25 years. And I got the push button call, okay? You know, describe, you know, your age range, et cetera. So I was variously a homosexual black woman, 24. I was a Puerto Rican male, 49. <laughs> Completely messed up their demographics. Yes. I, that's that's what see I, that's the fun it's fun though you know because you know that they're just gonna lie anyway so why not mess with right um it, oh and by the way i said that those people were supporting governor romney outstanding oh, fantastic another you know, so yeah a 24 year old black lesbian is gonna vote for romney a 49 year old hispanic male is gonna vote for romney <laughs> Yeah, not so much. It's possible, theoretically. (laughs) Actually, right now, you're absolutely right. That is possible. That's the scary part. Uh, You know, another candidate that just caught my eye, and um, I'm working on getting him to come on, is uh, this guy, Billy Prempa in New Jersey. I haven't heard of Billy. Running for Congress, last name P-R-E-M-P-E-H. He he was speaking in New Jersey, like, kind of out on the street and he's running for Congress, but, uh, you know, he was talking about mandates and, um, lockdowns and just the general stupidity of everything that's going on in the world right now and very powerful. Um, and people videoed it and it's kind of gone viral and, uh, it was, you know, it was all over over the last couple of days. Um, so that he's another one you might want to keep your yeah, eye. Check him out. Yeah. He's, and getting back to Vernon, and I, I say that he was stewed. I don't say he was petered. I say he was stewed. <laughs> we're trying to make we're trying to make petered like part of well, the. I want Roger. St- I, I want Roger Stone to start saying on, on shows that you know they got Rogered. That's you. <laughs> that's you. slang. That would nobody be over bad. here knows what it means, so it's great. Yeah, but, but that wouldn't be bad. I, I'm really working on the petered thing because the Peter thing just you to watch that interview. And to know a little bit more about Vernon Jones than I guess most of America does. And when I tell people about Vernon Jones, it's just, I mean, the big one, like last night when we dumped all that stuff about him, it was just like, I got Which like- was basically, it's a, a pay to play thing. Um, apparently money exchanged hands. He was- right. He's he was- actually being supported by GOP members down here in the state of Georgia, which is even more disgusting in my book because I'm like- wait a minute, which side are you on? Because you don't even have a side. Well, look, you got Raffensper- Rats and Frats and Raffensperger down there. Yep. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, Governor Shemp. Yep. Uh, Shemp? Everybody, we, every, call yeah. we call him Shemp. <laughs> well, no, 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 Shemp, because everybody hates the Shemp Three Stooge episodes. That's uh, good. Right. Uh, okay. I like the Three Stooges. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah. But, and and uh, Vernon's a disappointment. I went up to him because we were down in the front at the Ellipse on January 6th. And so when he came off the stage, I went right up to him and shook his hand. I said, welcome home. And he said, thanks. It's good to be back. And of course he knew 
that I was alluding to the fact that Black Americans traditionally voted Republican until the 1930s. And it wasn't over politics, it was over money. Roosevelt said, I'll give you money. You know, the government will give you money. And so they became, you know, they fell into the social security trap, into the government largesse trap, and Black America shifted over to Democrats to the point where now people vote Democrat. They don't even know why they vote Democrat. They just know that they vote Democrat. Well, I ran into Vernon at CPAC down in Orlando and a few weeks later, and he was in the hallway right by the main doors of the hotel. And he had a whole group of young Black and Hispanic men and women there. And what it was is they were candidates for Congress. So he has, and we've had several of them on our show. And Vernon is putting together a push of young minority America first candidates. So if this whole thing does turn out to be a ruse, and I'm really willing to give Vernon the benefit of the doubt and time on the show if he wants to come on to explain himself. But if it really is a ruse that he cooked up with Stacey Abrams, I'm going to be bitterly disappointed because I thought that he was a, a man of integrity who honestly saw the light and saw all the evil that was being done to America by the Democrat Party and wanted to stop it. So this whole thing not only calls into question Vernon's candidacy, but the candidacy of all those young Black and Hispanic men and women that are running for Congress now that he has been supporting. You have to wonder how far back it goes with Vernon because um, apparently he was actually censured by the Democrat Party because he was so corrupt and told he, that he couldn't run as a Democrat anymore. Got to wonder if that whole thing was cooked up as well, that he was essentially kicked out of the Democrat Party so that he could you know, pull the wool over everyone's eyes and go to Republicans. But he's been accused of embezzlement, um, of racism. Murder. Actually, there's there's uh, proof of the racism. Stu Peters mm -hmm. put out the documentation on his show. Um, he's been accused of conspiracy to commit murder um, and rape as well. Um, and I, I gotta say, yeah, very serious allegations. Yeah. And Candace came on our show, um, right after the Trump rally here in Georgia, because neither one of them was supposed to speak on the stage because Trump wasn't ready to endorse a candidate, um, and still isn't for governor of Georgia. So apparently money exchanged hands there too. And Vernon paid his way onto the stage and spoke, implying that Trump had endorsed him, which he has not. And as he came off the stage, he flat out like looked at Candace, pointed at her, bent over. He's very tall, I understand. Yeah. And well, like, he's not as tall as I am, but he's tall. <laughs> you are very tall as well, Timothy. Um, but like bent over and laughed at her. And then and she was like, what are you trying to intimidate me? And he said, yes, I am. I mean, he was straight up mocking her. That's mm -hmm. just unprofessional. I, I don't care what side you're on. That's just not, it's just so petty. Um, I agree. And that allegation that it was a ruse for the Democrats to censure him rings true to me because as Brooke and I joked on the show earlier this week, it's become a requirement. It, it's the yeah. indictment or in prison to run as, a run as a Democrat. If you've got a D after your name, you have to either be actively under indictment or in prison. And it's or not a convicted felon. It's not the first time that that's ever happened. Yeah. 
So just in case uh, folks want to help out, how do they help you out? How do they help out the MAGA Institute? What is the way they do it? How do, what website do they go to? I know everybody's got a different website nowadays. Right. And I want you to send your, send your links to us so that way we can post them in our show notes. But if our people wanted to help out and they wanted to get involved, how do they do it? Well, the first thing we want everybody to do is to go to MAGAinstitute.com. That's the website, very simple, MAGAinstitute.com. And sign up for our email blast. Okay, because right now the website is just our podcasts and the write-ups and the articles that we publish. We've got several great contributors We've gotten a lot of visibility on Liberty Daily and other platforms for the work of our authors. So it's great content, but every Saturday we send out an email blast with links to all the previous week's shows and articles. So if you miss them on the website or you don't wanna go digging through, you'll get an email every Saturday. So everybody needs to go to maggotinstitute.com and sign up for that. If you'd like to support us financially, there's a donate button right there. That's the easiest way. Just hit that donate button and everything we get goes directly to fund our activities. Other thing they could do is follow us. Uh, we're channel 179 on CloudHub and we've been uploading some videos, but we're gonna be doing more of that. We're going to be coming out with a video show like yours here on our CloudHub channel 179. We're also on Frank Speech. We're on Twitter at MAGA underscore Institute. We're on Instagram at MAGA underscore Institute. They did take our Facebook group of 14,000 people down. That's gone. And we were trying to wean people off of that to go to the website. Uh, so the best you can find us in social media, Rumble, CloudHub, Twitter, Insta, Telegram. We're on Telegram. But those aren't our primary platforms, to be honest with you. We have a small staff and all unpaid, by the way. And that's when we think of it, we'll post something. But everything is on the website, magnetinstitute.com. You can sign up for your email there. You can donate there. And you can also contact us to become one of our ambassadors to your congressional district. We're looking for people to vet candidates in their district. That's our secret sauce, our network of volunteers. Please join us, we need you. We can't do what you can do in your area. We can't do on the internet what you can do on the ground. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and sign up. Uh, you can go ahead and pencil myself down. I, <laughs> I sign up right now because I will vet candidates and I will vet them to a higher standard probably than you will, because my standard is way up there and you've awesome. got to, you've got to jump some bridges to get my vote. And, uh, I can tell you right now, I've already, we've already endorsed, uh, Candace Taylor. Uh, we've endorsed, um, Dr. Mark, um, Oh, I'm sorry. Dr. Candace Taylor. Yep. Uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood. Dr. Mark Sherwood. In Oklahoma. Dr. And Cordy Williams. And we will be endorsing well, Dr. Cordy Williams when as he soon as he announces. drops yep. and announces. Uh, just because I've already talked to these people. We've already had him on our show. Well, we certified We certified Mark and we gave him his pin in Tulsa. That's we just awesome. had him on the show last week. And yeah, Mark, Mark kind of broke down when Brooke gave him the pin because he wasn't expecting it. He said, you know, he didn't ask for it and wasn't expecting it and kind of caught him by surprise. We're very strongly behind Mark Sherwood. We've had him on our show twice. Scott Jensen up in Minnesota running for governor as well. 
uh, Jackson Lawmire running for U.S. Senate against James Lankford in the primary. He's trying to primary Lankford, who is the quintessential rhino. Uh, so we're trying to take even, you know, they might be great guys, Kevin Stitt, James Lankford, but they're not America first candidates. So yeah, we're, we're on the same page with the people that you're endorsing and that we're certifying. We're, uh, hey, and I, I tell you what, I'd love to get some of these people on our show. If you can kick some email oh, absolutely, or, yeah. or hook some people up, send some people our way. I'd love to bring them on here just to talk to them, just to find out what I always ask. Like we have our three big questions, which is we start out right off the bat and they're my big three. It's babies, guns. And um, the final one is the election. What are you going to do about 2020? You want to find out about American first candidate. The first question you ask is about 2020, because mm -hmm. if they do not have a solid answer, they say, well, 2020 has already happened. Well, you're not an American first candidate, because as far as I'm concerned, American first candidate is going to say, you can't have a 2022 without a 2020. So right. we've got to figure out what happened first in 2020. And there's very few people right now, especially as we inched away uh, from 2020, uh, now we're a year past it. We're coming up on 2022. I've noticed a lot of candidates distancing themselves, distancing themselves from saying, well, I mean, 2020 happened, but I mean, what are we going to find out now? That's where I have a real big issue because that tells me that you're really, you, you could care less what took place in 20. What you're caring about is what's going to happen in 2022. It's great to look forward. Don't get me wrong. I'm not about people who look forward or look backwards. I'm just saying that how are we to trust? I mean, because if we don't have election security in 2022, it's pointless. One of the, and until right. you 2020, 2022 is kind of pointless. And one of the things I've been screaming at the rooftops about, especially on this show, and I've been screaming it out, especially to those in Virginia, because we've got a lot of friends in Virginia. One of the things I've been yelling at the top of my head, my head is, is that I've been saying vote. Don't just vote, but go out and vote. Take 10 people with you. Tell mm -hmm. 10 people. Make 10 posts on Instagram, on all your social media, but go vote. Whatever you do, do not listen to these people that are telling you not to vote. Your vote's not bullshit. Every vote They even counts. twisted Donald Trump's words when he said there's no 2022 until you fix 2020. And right. he, he implied, he was saying that people don't trust the election system anymore and they don't. And until you can prove to them that the election is secure and that their vote counts as it should, they, they, they may not turn out in 2022. And of course, the mainstream media twisted that to say that Donald Trump said that people shouldn't go out and vote. And that's exactly, not what yeah. he said at all. So yeah. that they just they love we, to twist that around. I've been well, if you ever want to know what the truth is, it's always exactly the opposite of what's in the mainstream media. Yes, that absolutely. 100% correct. They lie all the time. Everything. Absolutely everything they lie about. And I, we've got whistleblowers that were former newsroom employees that will that have testified to that. Yep. Well, I. Uh, uh, we're cutting down on our time. I just wanted to, I appreciate you coming out and talking to us tonight. Folks, if you get a chance, please go out, donate, uh, do what you can do what I'm going to do. I am signing up to be, I'm going to go as soon as we're done with this, I'm going online and I'm going to sign up to be an ambassador. Um, I'm sure V Lynn will make me do it and stick yes. heels in my back until I do it. <laughs> so do uh, Timothy a favor and the MAGA Institute a favor volunteer help out if you can if you can't help out that way hey contributions via money that's not bad either um if you can help out in other ways if you just want to sign up for his newsletter i'm sure that would help 
tremendously yep. as well. So sign up for the newsletter, get involved. Uh, this is what we meant when we said get local, because getting local starts the bigger picture. It eventually develops to the bigger picture. And I'm pretty sure that he would agree with me on this uh, from everything I've heard from him tonight, because it's like talking to me. It's like talking to a mirror right now. <laughs> so minus, you don't have a goofy mustache, but mine's just starting. So it's no shave November. So I've got to get ready for it. I, it takes me a little bit. That's cheating, man. <laughs> it is. But I, I'm in a fire department. That's my other job. I'm a firefighter. So I've got to get the epic because uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yes, it's a long story. I, I, yes. I could try and explain it to you. Yes, he ends forever. up. Well, he, and I will say, yeah, get local. We have been preaching, Brooke and I, for years, even before forming MAGA Institute in 2019. But we at MAGA Institute have been harping from the very beginning on the importance of school boards. If you're going to run for anything local, run for school board. And the last six months have shown everybody why school boards are so important. So yeah, please sign up for the newsletter, volunteer to be an ambassador. The newsletter is passive. We just send it to you. Please do that. We need to grow our audience. That requires nothing on your part other than an email address. If you want a higher level of commitment, sign up to be an ambassador, help us vet candidates. If you're thinking of running for local office, we talked to a guy today about taking over his local GOP committee, how to do it strategy session with him. We're happy to do that with you. If you want to donate and support our efforts, help us build this map. It's a great, it's going to be a great app. Uh, there's nothing out there like it right now. And because we're combining two different things that different people are doing, that's going to be very handy for voters. We want voters to go into the poll with the app on their phone to know who they can trust. And, and by the way, this isn't a one and done thing. Our ambassadors follow the candidates. What bills have they sponsored? How did they vote on this or that? I mean, John can't go broke my heart. When I say we were grammar school classmates, I'm talking about a class of 36 kids. We knew each other, right? John is a great guy. I cannot speak highly enough of him. He's a US attorney involved in major drug interdiction cases of drugs coming across our Northern border here in New York. He's a phenomenal guy. He utterly lost my support with his vote on January 6th. And that day, yeah. we'll pull a certification. And I, I like that too. That I really like that's, that's a big one by, um, on me. I, I, cause I, I don't think that you, uh, American first candidate, he's only going to be there for five, maybe seven years total. And then he's out. He he's not going to be there for 25 years because he understands that his place, it's not his business. It's just what his job was at the time when he was elected. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge thing. What something I've heard from every American first candidate that I've ever talked to. They've all said the same thing. They want to go in and fix it. I want to go in and fix it. And yep. I'm, I'm yep. out. But once it's fixed, I want it fixed properly that it, it suits all people who it affects. And that's a huge one. One last question, and uh, it already slipped my mind. Of course it did. I did have one big one, and I was, oh, now it's gone. And it, it is a huge question. I, uh, forget it. Now okay. it's gone. Hey, Vlan, throw your shoe at his head. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're my, they're my my pillow moccasins. There's yeah. no way I'm taking yeah. these yeah. things off. Oh, those things, you'll put them to sleep. They are those things are so soft and cushy. Yeah, they're fantastic. I've, yeah, so I've actually got mine on right now. Yeah, I pretty much wear them all I the time. I have yet to put mine on. But... Especially since I quit my job. So, well, I mean, I, I got forced out, basically. So, you know, they said, 
take the jab? And I said, no. So bye. <laughs> so, uh, but that's okay. Cause we're homeschooling anyway. So it just makes everything easier. So I never have to take my, my pillow slippers off really. It's pretty fantastic. Well, actually. we'll definitely have to have you back on because I want to ask you this. <laughs> Love to, and we'll do it with Brooke next time. Definitely. And my head's not here and uh, it went somewhere else. And I, I, I was right there. I was like, Arr! no, yeah. I can't remember. Well, right. Anyway, not a big deal. Uh, either way, folks, again, if you can help out, help out. If you can do the ambassador program, do the ambassador pro program. And as he said, it's obviously not a, a never, which is perfect for me because I love politics. So I will be all over this. I will eat this up. And this is like something I do in my spare time and I enjoy the crap out of it. <laughs> and uh, I will definitely take you up on that offer. And I am so willing to vet whoever I've got to vet because Beautiful. down here, We've got a lot of tricky candidates that love to, and if this stuff that I just found out about Vernon is true, uh, man, you know the big it will change this race down here in Georgia. It will. I got a feeling a lot of Georgians when they hear this because uh, I know they heard it last night was the first time they heard it, and again, it's unverified. Still, I I'm still putting that out there because my thing is I've got to verify my source. I've got to ensure that what they're telling me is true because I don't just throw stuff yeah, out. You don't want to fall for a smear. Exactly. And uh, from so, what I understand right now, I'm pushing. She hasn't been wrong very much. And this is uh, this one's going to be big if if it all clears uh, all the hurdles, it's got to clear. But this will change this race in Georgia. I, I, I want to say permanently, this will be it, because I got a feeling there's a whole lot of journey. Uh, Georgians, because we talked to a bunch at the Trump rally. We went up to uh, both me and VLAN. We went to Perry, Georgia. We were there. We were at the rally. We were actually talking to other people from Georgia. And there was a lot of people that were talking about Vernon Jones. And I was like, wait, you, su you really support him. You mean to tell me that you believe in uh, abortion? Well, no, I, I mean, I, I'm anti no, that's not what you just told me because you just told me you supported Vernon Jones. Vernon Jones just last year was voting on abortion bills for pro-abortion, not anti-abortion. And they were like, well, that's not the same. No, no, that's the same exact guy. Literally nine months ago, he was a liberal. Mm -hmm. the, the difference is we're originally from New York um, and Connecticut. So, you know, the, the greater tri-state area per se. Um, I spent a lot of time up in your yeah. neck of the woods. I know a lot of the oh. same people you were just talking about yes. because I was up in Watertown for a while. But oh, at Drum? Oh, yeah. Oh, at Fort oh, Drum. Thank you for yes, your service. Fort Drum. Fort Drum, not Drum. We don't call it Drum. <laughs> yeah, it's Fort affectionately Dumb. known as Fort Drum. <laughs> but, you know, Can up you north. Mountain? Yeah. Wow. God love you, Mick. Thank you. Yeah, he, he's, he's been out for about five years now. So Six. he man time flies yeah. anyway it's amazing um, when you're retired but you know retarded, what I mean. yeah retarded that's right uh up north people are nasty almost all the time right i mean not all the time but from a southern perspective they see they they don't understand the frankness of northern yeah, see i don't find northerners nasty exactly i find northerners yeah. direct they're direct they're frank, I, they're honest, look, they're, they, if they don't like you, they're going to tell you to your face and your face. they're going to stab you in the chest yeah. down here in Georgia and in the South in general, everyone acts so nice all the time, but really they're going to stab you in the back. And that's mm -hmm. the ones you really have to look out for, you know, cause the, the ones up North, they, they're, they're, they might not always say everything you like, but they're definitely for the most part going to be honest about it down here they're going to say everything you like but they don't mean it 
Except in Boston. Yeah, that's the way Boston is. Yeah, we don't like Boston. It's okay. Not we're not Boston fans. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Mets fan and he's a Yankees fan. Neither I, one of us like Boston. Oh, you got a mixed marriage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what well, it is. I was, you know, the Syracuse Chiefs were the Yankees AAA club. I yep. was a fan of and we had the pinstripes and the whole it was just like the Yankees. In fact, when they redid Yankee Stadium, they redid MacArthur Stadium with the same seats they put into the Bronx, the same lights. Yep. Because the lights were made across Hines here in Syracuse. I have been a dyed-in-the-wool Yankee fanatic <laughs> since I was six years old. They have been dead to me since David Justice's knee hit that nine square inches of turf before the first game last July. Dead. Yeah. Utterly dead. No idea if they even made the playoffs this year. Don't know. Don't care. Didn't. They, they lost in the playoff game against Boston. Okay, I, I don't even know who's playing in either league. Yeah, well, I kind of lost dead to me. Pro football's dead to me. Pro hockey, which I never thought I'd give up on, is dead to me. Wow, the NBA's hockey, been really? dead to me since yeah, yeah, and the well NBA's too. been dead since 26. Hey, no, they went full races. Well, they went full racist, full communist with the BLM, and then they went full COVID. Hockey no. did. Yeah, you're dead to me. Wow, I didn't know that. I, I yep. had no idea about that. Hey, I, everything woke turns to shit. I, I'm a huge Rangers fan. That's right. I, uh, oh, I, I was. I was a gigantic. Rangers broke my heart every year of my life. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> for well, 94. I, one of my best friends was an Islanders fan, so I understand broken hearts. Only <laughs> oh. I'm an Eagles fan on the football side, and uh, they <laughs> broke my heart for hundreds of years. I know. He's an Eagles fan purely because his dad's we, a Giants fan and his brother was a Jets fan, and he just um, had to piss them off when he was a kid. Yeah. So I mean, he chose look, the Eagles, but he's loyal, and he's stuck with stuck with him. So now There's no bigger jerk on earth, though, than Philly fan. That's, I don't care what sport yeah, it is, Philly fan is. Look, when your supporters get down <laughs> and eat a horse apple after winning the Super Bowl, that's all I got to say about Philly fan. When your supporters um, throw snowballs throw at Santa, snowballs Claus, at Santa you know? Claus, just throwing it out there. Rocks you know? in them? No, yes. it's just frozen. Either way, folks, <laughs> again, get out there, support MAGA Institute. Institute. I had absolutely no idea you guys were in New York. It's even better. It makes it even Well, easier. yeah, I'm in New York, Brooks outside Charlotte. Okay, well, either way, get out there, give them a hand. Uh, there's tons of things you can do. Uh, everybody's asking me, well, what can I do to help? There's always a way to help. This is another perfect example. We've yep. we've given you options to go and help, and uh, just get involved. Just get involved. Just yeah, I mean that's something. the biggest thing. It's just yes, get involved. get involved because I think Mike Lindell put it best. Uh, we heard him speak down in Tampa, and he said, you know, the Democrats. They hate each other, but they're really good at working together. The mm -hmm. Republicans, we like each other. We just don't know how to work together. And that's really something that we need to do. It starts with getting up off your death and going and doing something. Getting Well, always the first thing the GOP does is form a circular firing squad. Oh, absolutely. Every single time. They shoot each other in the foot. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they're doing it now. Marjorie Taylor Greene is warring with... I, another Republican candidate, I don't remember who, on on Twitter, you know? It's like, stop fighting each other. Yeah. If you're going to fight, don't do it in public, you know? Yeah, Marjorie's one of our certified candidates. I met her down at, at CPAC in Orlando this year. And uh, yeah, she, but I loved how she went after Debbie Dingell on the steps the other day. This is, that's, you know, there's things about this, like, uh, that's, and I hate it because, I used to trust Fox News, uh, and then I really wow. lost it for 
a, a while there when she started watching and I was like, wait a minute, that's not right. And when I started hearing stuff that I know I was involved in and I was like, that's not what happened at all. And she's like, well, that's what Fox news said. I was like, well, that's not really what happened. And she's like, well, how do you know? I was, I was like, there it happens about 80%. Okay. The rest of the network is forget about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, Mario Bartiromo was a WEF scholar. Okay. I I know with Dan Crenshaw. Yes. Tells you, you know what, everything you need to know about Dan Crenshaw too. It it just, I, I I look at it now and I, I get so frustrated because like we were led, there's so much that was put out on Fox News, especially about Marjorie, that I even bought into. I got to admit, I was one of the few people that he thought like, she was crazy. I've always I was liked like, her, but he thought she oh, was. Oh, no, she's, she's great. Like, she's yeah. nuttier than squirrel turds. And then Candace told me, she, she was like, no, you really got to. I get it. You've been indoctrinated one way. She's like, but you really got to take a step back and kind of look at this from the outside in. And that for me, for somebody like me, it's extremely difficult to actually take a step back and say, you know what? You're right. I, I, I do have to look at this a different way. And uh, Marjorie is the Southern version of a girl from Bay Ridge. That's what I found out. I was like, holy <laughs> sh- she might as well be from freaking Brooklyn. I'm right. just from the Bronx. I didn't understand what she was saying. Now I get it. And that's exactly what I found out. I was like, well, I, again, Candace Taylor, she is a brilliant woman. And uh, we, we give her our full support. I, I will bend over backwards for that lady. We've given her more airtime on this show every time that she asked to come. Yes, absolutely. You have a full, what do you want? Two hours, three hours? We can give you all of it. Well, if you put her in touch with us, we'll put you in touch with the people. We've interviewed Scott Jensen, other people. Uh, we can work Fantastic. together that way, which Absolutely. which is what which is what General Flynn wanted us to do after the first Clay at the first Clay Clark back when it was the Health and Freedom Conference in yep. Tampa yep. back in April. We yep. had a little a little meeting back in the garden room, as they were calling the media room, because it had it's it had kind of trellises yep. and whatnot we were on the wall. Yep, and you know when we got in that circle and and all exchanged cards, it's General Flynn said conservative media has to start working together and supporting each other. So we're, we're all on board that whatever we can do to help you guys. I want to, uh, uh, I, I, I am still dying to get general Flynn on this program because I'm dying to find I'm out working on it. why he endorsed Vernon Jones. But that one just kind of flew, threw me for a loop when I found that one out and I saw that and I was like, general well, because he, he didn't have the benefit of, of, uh, Mick and V Lynn or MAGA institutes vetting. Yeah, because I was like, whoa. And, uh, and actually, Mick asked Wendy Rogers the same thing in Tulsa. In, in Tulsa, and, I asked her know, right to her face. Why did you endorse Vernon Jones? And she was like, I'll get back to you, which she never did. But then she pulled her endorsement. Um, yeah. But, you know, we've heard through the grapevine, essentially, that she was told by the GOP to endorse him. And she just assumed that they vetted him and she took their word for it. And that's why, you know, you mentioned at the top, Mick, that I know we got to go, but it mentioned at the top that uh, there are other groups, GOP groups doing this. There really aren't because we're doing what the party can't do. The party bylaws prevent the party from vetting candidates. And as long as they meet the requirements for signing up as a candidate and running for office as long as they pay their their fee and fill out their forms and get their petition they're a republican candidate so we're doing what the party can't do and we're also doing quite frankly what the party won't do that's what i was about to say the fact is that they can't do it either so that's why groups like ours are so important because we're giving people the information that the party can't or won't give them 
Well, all I can say is if you earn that pin, you've definitely earned it because if they're going to endorse, they're going to take me on as a, one of their ambassadors, you've really got to <laughs> jump over some hoops. So if you get a certified Institute, MAGA Institute pin in Georgia, you definitely jump through some hoops because I'm not going <laughs> to, I don't do that lightly. That's not something I, I, I hold you to a very high standard. Well, either way, Timothy, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. All of our listeners. Thank you. We want you back uh, and we want you to bring your uh, cohort and crime back with you. Uh, so that way we can get both of you on there and uh, you guys can clue us in where we need to be clued into and what we need to look at. Um, but we're all, I'm dead serious. I will be sending my. Great. Yeah. We're yeah. happy to have your board, Mick. Fantastic. We all appreciate right. it. Take and care. happy God bless. birthday to Brooke. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, this is this is birthday week, right? So, and this has been a yearly tradition. Brooke's birthday was Monday, but it's always birthday week. They go away for a whole week, and it's birthday week. That's how that works. Mick and I actually share a birthday week. Our birthdays are nine days apart, so we actually we kind of actually do a whole birthday month, really. Yeah. Um, because you know, actually, we have like three months of birthdays because like <laughs> then literally our, our kids are in December kids, and January yeah. respectively. So we're both in November and then our son's in December and then our, our other son's in January. So yeah, so we're broke for like it's birthday Palooza. Pretty exactly. much. It, it's the, the ice cream cake never goes away. <laughs> we pay for uh, birthday gifts all the way up until March. Yeah. There you go. And that's right. when my birthday is. So. Oh, there fantastic. you go. Hopefully you're 17. We're big on. Oh, actually, I'm I'm Banana. twelve days later. I'm the 29th. Okay. Uh, All right. The All last right. name Shay. I was going to say you're a 17, <laughs> but okay. Either way. All right. Thank you so, Thanks, much. so much. God bless. Here. And we'll be in touch soon. Yes, sir. All you right. have a good night. You too.